But back to education. Uh, education in our state continues to get better and better and better. And I'm enormously proud of that. When I first got elected into office, I was a state senator from Tampa Bay. Then I got elected commissioner of education for the state. Then I got elected the first Republican attorney general in the history of Florida. And then four years ago, governor. But when I was commissioner, we were on a march with Governor Bush's leadership to change education in the Sunshine State, and we did. We brought in accountability. We actually started to grade our schools from A to F. They had done some of that before in Florida, but it was like, you know, one through five. Nobody knew which was bad and which was good, the one or the five. When you make it A to F, it's abundantly clear what's good and what's bad. F is bad. So we, we thought transparency would be a good thing. And so now we grade all of our schools. And why shouldn't we? Some protested about that. They didn't want that sort of accountability. And there might have been a lot of people who have been involved in education for a very long time. They weren't used to scrutiny. Didn't like it. But our philosophy was, if we're willing to grade five and six-year-old children, why wouldn't we be willing to grade the schools that are supposed to perform for them? Because after all, they don't get a second chance. You know, when they're done with elementary school or middle school or high school, it's over. And we either have, you know, served them well or served them poorly. And so we had accountability, taking a measure of what happens in the classroom, introducing merit pay for teachers. That's an odd notion, isn't it? Sort of a capitalistic idea in education. It's a great thing. I'm proud to be a capitalist. I suspect most of you are too. But that's what we really did in education in Florida. When I got elected governor out of 50 states, we were ranked 31st. 31st out of 50 states in 2006, according to Education Weekly. The next year, we went from 31st to 14th. The next year, to number 10. And this year, number 8 in America. Florida schools. I can remember as a kid, and even as a young professional, people who would move to Florida and say, you know, you got a great state, but your schools are just terrible. Not so anymore because of some simple things. Accountability, taking a measure, and transparency. That's how we do it in Florida. It's part of the Florida way. I want to talk about energy. Energy is so important now, and I had some conversations before the uh, lunch began. Florida's on the march in that regard too. We really are. And we've got great companies in our state. Florida Power and Light has been incredibly innovative, and uh, thank you for that leadership and that great work. Uh, so has Progress Energy, so has Tico Energy. I wish the Southern Company was there too. Come on down, we'd love to have you. But we have done something pretty dramatic. Uh, when I got elected governor, I was interested in expanding solar energy opportunities. I'm from the Sunshine State. So I thought it made common sense to try to do that. And I had some people initially tell me, well, you know, we can't do that in Florida because it's too cloudy. I said, too cloudy? Are you kidding me? This is the Sunshine State. We have more sun than any state on the planet. And so we were, at the time, dead last in solar energy production in my Florida. Shocking to me. Well, because of FPNL and others, now we are number two in America in three and a half short years in solar energy production. And the best part about it, it's free. God made it. It's a good thing. Not only have we done that in solar energy, but nuclear. My state, my Florida, under my administration, permitted the first nuclear power plant in 30 years in this country. We did it last year. We're on the move. Because I think this is not only an important issue as it relates to the economy, 
but to our safety, our security as a nation. You know, when the, when the founders set this whole place up, they signed something called the Declaration of Independence. And it strikes me that we are more dependent in the area of energy than any place else right now. You know, T. Boone Pickens has done a masterful job of marketing this issue very clearly. When he says about $700 billion a year, we send to people who don't like us very much. That doesn't make a whole heck of a lot of sense. Especially when we have the resources right here in America. All over the country. You know, we're talking about oil exploration in the Gulf of Mexico. Texas has done it forever. So has Louisiana and Alabama. And they get a lot of royalties because they do that. Now, we're still living within our means, and we have not raised our taxes in Florida, except on cigarettes, because it's bad for you. And as Reagan said, if you want to kill something, tax it. It wouldn't be so bad not to have cigarettes. So that's what we did, just like Indiana. But if we could explore and get some resources out of the Gulf of Mexico, or out of North Dakota, or Montana, and some of these other places where they exist, Alaska, we wouldn't be so dependent on these people that don't like America so much anymore. But wouldn't that be a good thing? And the added benefit and charm of the truth that gas wouldn't be $4 a gallon because it's moving that way. It's almost $3 a gallon right now in Florida. I don't know what it is up here. It might be even higher. But, you know, energy is such an important issue. And we, as I said, our companies have done incredibly well in Florida. And it's a real partnership between our administration and those utilities. It's not always rosy, but most of the time it's pretty darn good. You know, we agree on an awful lot. And one thing I can tell you is most people don't agree on everything every day. You probably don't with your spouse.